there's no shadow dancing here. I'm Doug Brown, or this is the Cars Are Podcast. You got me looking at that heaven in your eyes. I was chasing your direction. The voice of an angel. I'll tell you, I, I, I'm a straight man with four children. But if I were ever to choose to go in a different direction in that generation before this, god damn it, it wouldn't be. Podcast. I'm Doug Browner. This is uh, the week of March 7th. We've got a lot to talk about, mostly uh, talking about where we were and what we ended up with, and, and sort of a part two as to the last time we spoke, which was this mandate, um, not just by General Motors and Volkswagen, where these companies are saying that. Uh, within the next 10 to 15 years, their entire, their entire fleets of cars and trucks are going to be electric. I want you to think about that for a second. Now, I don't know how many of you live in what kind of houses. I live in a house that was built about seven months ago. I, I sold the house I, I raised my children in. I, I bought a new home. Nice neighborhood, but, but more suitable for, you know, Kim and I as the kids begin to go off to college. And one of the things about the house that I bought was it was advertised to me that it was electric car capable, an electric car ready in the garage. (laughs) You know, I'd like to find the realtor and, and just put them up against the wall because I never really, you know, I'm not a litigious guy. I'm like, hey, I got, I got screwed. That's shame on me. I get a lot of electric cars to drive. I'm an automotive journalist, for God's sakes. First time I plugged an electric car into the, quote, electric car outlet in the garage, it blew four fuses. It's never worked. Do, do all of you have any clue as to how... I mean, it's like running your electric dryer, your 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 210 or 220 dryer at, at full speed all the time. Do you have a clue as to how much energy, how much electricity it takes to recharge an electric car? I know that you don't because fewer than 2% of you that which means 98% of you who are listening to this podcast, and a lot of you do, do not have electric cars, but somehow have this stiffy for an electric car. So as you sit and having your evening frozen meal, or your postmates with your wife who's become strangely dominant in your relationship, and as a dude you've become remarkably emasculated, you say, well, I don't know, honey, I never really thought about an electric car. Oh, we should get them! You know, the Shapiros down the street got one, they love it! <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe the Shapiros down the street did get one. Let me tell you something. They're fucking lying. They don't love it, 
because it's a piece of shit. It costs too much. And we can't even get to the Bay Area and back from Sacramento without it freaking dying. And that's assuming we don't run the radio, the windshield wipers, or the air conditioning. All of which deplete the battery capacity by about 30%. I have said this a hundred times before on the show. I'll say it again. Common sense. I'm a common sense guy, but I've been a common sense guy and been ridiculously successful for 30 years, 35 years being, being common sense. Do you really believe that Tesla or General Motors or Ford or may I dare say Chrysler has invented a battery technology that Apple has not. So what I want you to do is think for a second. And what I want you to think about is as you take your phone into the uh, bed tonight or into the can into the bathroom because, by the way, a recent survey shows that 90, 90, 90% of you take the phone into the bathroom while you take a shit. I'm just going to... I, look, that's data, man. I'm not making that up. I don't wish that on anybody. I had a guy recently. He's like, oh, give me your information. Just punch it in your phone. I'm like, dude, I wouldn't touch that thing. <laughs> Until you take that device that you have both slept with and pooped with. And you do not have to plug it in at night and recharge it. Electric cars are bullshit. They're bullshit. And we're going to talk about a little bit about this. Because if Apple cannot figure out how to sustain your phone for 24 hours, do you really believe you can pack your four kids? And I got four kids, so I always use that as the baseline. Your four kids, your dogs, your luggage, your skis, your snowboards, whatever you got, and drive up to the mountains or drive to see grandma in LA on a single charge. You don't really believe that, do you? Because if you believe that, I'm going to be kind to just call you naive. Now, because I've been saying it for 10 years, I could call you stupid. But I'm going to give you a break. I'm just going to call you naive. Because I don't think you've been listening to the podcast for 10 years. Because I used to be on TV and the radio. And words like stupid were like, you know, ill-advised by my bosses. If Apple cannot create a battery that doesn't mandate it being charged every 18 friggin' hours for doing nothing more than basic web surfing, email checking, and phone calls, what the hell does you, what are you thinking that you could take an automobile more than 70, 80, 90 miles without it failing? I want you all, I'm going to give you all a homework assignment. Watch it with your friends, watch it with your family. Order it up. It's on Netflix. It's on everywhere. It's on streaming. It doesn't matter. 
Martin Sheen, pretty famous guy, narrated a documentary years ago. And the name of the documentary is called Who Killed the Electric Car? And the documentary was about how the technology could have been put in place more than 30 years ago that would have allowed for the development of electric cars that would have done the very thing that we think they do now, but they don't. I I ask you to do this homework, but for one reason. Not just to pump up the residual value and income of Martin Sheen, who I think probably has enough money, but because I, myself, me, Doug, I'm in that movie. And in that movie that was produced 25 years ago, I literally say electric cars are a piece of shit. It's not the answer. And in fact, I go so far as to predicting what will be the answer to internal combustion engines. And I'll go ahead and I'll be the spoiler alert, or whatever they call it. I talk about fuel cells, hydrogen fuel cells, as being the answer. That technology got buried. It's a fascinating film about how big and how dirty the automotive business is. One of my famous stories about, if you don't think that, I'm not a conspiracist guy. I don't believe that there's little aliens at Area 51 and that shit. I really don't. I don't have time for that. But do I know for a fact that the daughter of George Bridgestone married the guy who owned the Ford Motor Company and then for the next 75 years... Every single tire that was ever put on every single Ford was a Bridgestone? Yeah, I do. Do I believe that tire technology, for all intents and purposes, has not changed one singular bit in the last 90 years? Yeah, I believe that. I'm not a conspiracist. I'm a realist. Don't think you're you're not getting jacked around. When it comes to your cars. Because you are. So you're thinking about buying an electric car. Because you want to. You want to make a good. Um, you want to be environmental. You want you, you want to show how green your dick is. Or whatever it is you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. We're going to talk about that very desire. And what just a poser you would be. If you were my neighbor and you pulled up in a Nissan Leaf or a Chevy Bolt, before we do that, we honor our sponsors, Mr. Motorhome, Lon Lundgren, South Sacramento. A lot of you are buying motorhomes, camper RVs, trailers, class A, B, and C products. I've bought four different motorhomes from this guy. He's solid. I've known him 25 years. He'll give you the deal. He'll give you the financing. This is the guy you want to check out. Even if you've just thought about this. For you, if you've, look, we're, we're in a pandemic. 
I travel a lot, but I only travel in my big RV with my family, in my bubble, and we're healthy. Okay, we're not flying anywhere, we're driving everywhere. Mr. Motorhome, check him out, mrmotorhome.com. And the cars are El Camino and Bell Street in Sacramento. Bring it into us. You want to have your car checked out. Uh, no inspection fee, no appointment necessary, although you can make one. The corner of El Camino and Bell Street in Sacramento. Stop by the cars are. Or go to facebook.com slash the cars are or the cars are. Dot com. All right. So the schmuck down the street buys a leaf or buys a bolt or buys a whatever. And he's so excited. He's telling all his neighbors, oh, look at me. I'm going to plug my car in at night. Ah, oh, that's just wonderful. As I said off the top of the show, only about 2% of you are driving electric cars. There was a windstorm a couple of, about a week ago in Sacramento. I lost power at my house, and I live in Sacramento for about six hours. During the summertime in Sacramento and in California, PG&E, with very little warning and unilaterally, now, as policy decides to shut the power off. Wait, oh, hold on a second. I want you to think of every single gas station you've ever seen. Now, replace in your mind every single gas pump you've ever seen with an electric charging station that instead of taking six minutes or five minutes or four minutes to fill your tank, is going to take 90 minutes to recharge batteries of which are only going to go 100 miles an hour. Now, I want you to imagine what's going to happen when you get all your dumb little pieces of crap home and you plug them in simultaneously at 6 p.m. because that's what time the evening commute ends. And I want you to imagine how PG&E or SMUD or SoCal Electric or whoever the friggin' grid is, we cannot guarantee you electricity right now. In no way, shape, or form can we guarantee you. It's like friggin' Thailand. Oh, we're going to have a brownout. Be prepared. I've been to Thailand. I've been to Southeast Asia. This is what they do. Hey, by the way, there's not going to be any power tonight between 5 and 9. Do you understand that this is where we're at? We cannot even meet the basic electrical needs that we need now to run our televisions, our washers, our dryers. All of which require significantly less electricity than to recharge our cars. How are you getting to work? What are you going to do when you get halfway to work and that free electric car stops driving because you couldn't get a charge last night? The system will crash. And it'll crash quickly. I spoke with an engineer, an electrical engineer, who owned an electric car. 
He was on the record, but I'm going to protect his identity. He still has to have a job. But he's in the business. He predicted that in the state of California, if we were to hit the mandate, the governor Newsom, I'm sorry, Newsom, (laughs) this freaking guy, that Governor Newsom has mandated that by the year 2035 that all cars are that are sold are electric. In order to meet that goal, we would at that time, which is what, 11, 12, 13 years from now? Realizing that each plant costs, it would take about 9 to 12 years to build. We would have to construct, starting immediately, and fund between 14 and 16 nuclear power plants in just the state of California. Right now, for all of you whose uh, a green dick is getting hard because you think you're doing something for the environment, you're a moron. Where do you think that electricity comes from? From the burning of fossil fuel. You freaking idiots. Where do you think the electricity comes from? I don't care if you're PG&E or you're SMUD. It's coming from the burning of fossil fuel. Either oil or natural gas, which emits carbon dioxide and carbon monoxide and NOx emissions, which contributes to climate change. Are you all that stupid? And are you all that willing to pay $35,000 for a freaking electric car that literally impacts the environment at an equivalent level than your well-running Honda Civic. I can't take it. If it seems like I'm jacked up and I'm angry and if today's podcast has gone a little long, Jesus, I mean, seriously, you guys. Every once in a while, somebody needs to stand on top of the roof and shout to the masses, wake the fuck up. Because there's too many of you who are living some freaking fantasy. And let me tell you something. I am not, not in the least political when it comes to this. I don't give a crap who you are, what you are, whether you wear a MAGA hat or where you wear a I love Kamala Harris so much I'm trying to get a date with her. I don't care. What I care about is the truth. I am the truth. And I am the guy you want on that wall. Along the coach roads I did ride. We do it twice a week. We speak the truth. Nobody owns me, man. Many a young man lost her. Facebook.com slash the cars are. The carsart.com. And let me tell you, if I speak with this truth and this passion, I put that same thing into fixing a car. But I am still alive. Come on, bud. Let me take a look at your ride. Won't charge anything to look at it. 
I'll keep your family safe. Keep a mask on. I was born upon the track. And when you have doubts or questions, go to facebook.com slash the cars are. I'm Doug Browder. Until we talk again. Drive safe. I went along the world and made so little blow. And when the yards broke off, they said that I got killed. But I'm living still. I was a damn.